10 years, three boys, one question, are we friends? Hello, and welcome to the podcast, the name and therapeutic justification of which is Are We Friends? I am your co-host, Taylor. I am your co-co-host, Brian. And I'm Jorge. And this is the show where two of our hosts pay attention and the other one joins in sometimes. It was for the (laughs) butt, damn it! (laughs) Damn it! This is the show where three boys who have known each other for ten years go through their interests one at a time to determine if whether they are still friends or if it's just inertia. Inertia. Thank you. (laughs) I'm paying attention. Wait a minute now. I... I have to tell yeah, you do. You get the audience <laughs> because ta- no, like Taylor is a hundred percent right in that we were paying attention and Jorge wasn't that one. <laughs> that was true. Like, like it's fine because uh, like Taylor accidentally crashed into the singularity of intros right before this and almost completely shattered. Like we were very quiet because Taylor, <laughs> Taylor did the intro by mentioning that was it was welcome to the podcast. The name and so which therapeutic nature of which is, and then he realized he had already said the name of the podcast and just stopped. Hey, uh, hey, Brian, like can we uh, can we roll the clip? Roll the clip. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Are We Friends? The name and therapeutic justification for which is. Okay, now that, that you've heard totally it, worth now it. that, that you've heard totally it, totally worth <laughs> it. You see I, what I we like meant. it. I like them being kept as clips that are brought back in. That's fun. <laughs> Roll the clip. <laughs> just don't. All right, yeah, so it's just been a nightmare so far. Yes. Anyways, do we have an addendum theme? Excuse no, me? No. We, we don't have. We just, have oh, I just addendum. go addendum, addendum. You go, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I think you just scream and yell addendum for about I can write one really quick. That's no, no you can't. This don't, one, please don't. This God, one is not addendum, a correction. Addendum, addendum, addendum. You're going to jail for <laughs> copyright. <laughs> so this one is an update from our polyphasic sleep episode. I oh. have been doing the siesta schedule for the entire time since that episode, I was not sure if I was adapted, but I just confirmed that I have been adapted and been adapted for quite a while. So it fucking works, you guys. I feel great. I've it's been awesome for my mental <laughs> I health. Swear, I God. can do a bunch of productivity stuff. It's it's really really been great for me. You want to measure my thetan levels, dude? They're off the charts. My, my midichlorians, my what you insane. sound like? Your midichlorians are crazy. My Bulgarian EEG device stopped working. How, <laughs> how do your Bulgarian oh, is, that, EEG, is that how you, you determine say. you were definitely adapted? I'm in negotiations with the Bulgarians right now. It's not important. Yeah. Uh you you're like you, I'm imagining you holding the box and your finger rubs against EEG and it just says KGB all of a sudden. No. <laughs> it's oh, just like, oh no! Oh no! 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 I just put on the EEG, EEG oh. device and look at the screen. It just says like seven. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's awesome. I'm gonna start a new schedule. I'm excited about it. Just thought I'd let everybody know. So, That's are it. you starting uh, like a monophasic sleep, or are you going to go more intensely polyphasic? No, sleep? I'm actually going to be sleeping ten more minutes, but I'm doing uh, I'm keeping wow, my same core okay. five hours, and I'm doing two twenty minute naps instead of an hour and a half long second core. So, if that works, then I might be able to go into a, a more flexible one. 
He's going to get to the Uber man fucking I'm never going down there. About. No, I'm never going to cut much there, more dude. sleep. It's always going to be like <laughs> six I six saw something, something the other day like that I fucking loved. And like, Jorge, the way you're talking about these people who do something like Uber Mensch reminds me of it. It was like a girl influencer versus boy influencer. Girl influencer. Like, I'm so thankful. Thanks, everybody. I love my followers. Like, hey, I just wanted to show you what I had for breakfast or whatever. Boy follower. Every day. I rise at 3 a.m. No alarm clock because I have habituated myself. I take a cold shower and do not dry myself off, but rather let the cold wind happen so I activate my nervous endings. No pleasure enters my body. I shave every day with a straight razor that I hone myself only to feel the cut of the blade whenever I know that I am insufficient. <laughs> it's just I, I have very true. I will say I have been trying to get my showers down to five minutes, so I play a song that is exactly five minutes long. <laughs> Long and I try to what clean song? myself oh, you as, song? as quickly song? as possible. Uh, <laughs> the it's like the second or third song off of the MGMT album with the yellow cover. I don't remember what it's Kids? called. No, that's a song off. <laughs> so you just said the only MGMT thing that it's you the know. Only the only <laughs> song I know by name. Electric. Fe- I mean, it has just as just as equal an opportunity to be one as the others. Yeah, I it just, was a it was a shot in the dark. There was a chance he yeah. was correct. I can't memorize anything, so I just tap around in my music app until I find what I want based on <laughs> pictures and sounds. The look of it. L O L. So you're crazy, my dude. Speaking speaking of crazy of crazy, <laughs> what are we talking about today? We're talking about a fucking. We're talking about a movie. It is certainly a movie that has existed since 2003. Is, I know what you're it thinking. Is, it's not the B movie. Not yet. Not yet. I I formally acknowledge that I need about a month of intense psychological treatment in order to prepare my mind for the shattering cosmic void that is the B movie. I also feel like we'd have to watch it like pretty much right before we record to be able Literally, to like maintain that narrative structure in our head at once. It's way like, to fucking get there. I don't like do I, I don't know what the opposite of hypnagogic is, you know, like when your brain is overstimulated, <laughs> when you're in a place where a associations are being violently made at a pace that is beyond you versus like wonderfully made in a creative space. Like it's a, it's an uncreative space of raw action. That is like the state that B movie puts you in. Oh my Literally god. Literally making dreams into reality. Yeah. <laughs> so what it's are like what we talking about? What happens when lightning strikes glass? Like that's what the B movie does B to my movie. brain. <laughs> we are talking about the hit question mark. I didn't actually look at the box office. It was look at anything I will. It, uh, it, 75 I million and like 173 million for a 75 million dollar budget. It was a huge hit and it uh, was the highest That's rated good actually, highest grossing yeah. thing of its opening weekend. But what are we okay. talking about? We're talking about anger management. There the movie, not the thing. The movie, not the, not the concept. I wanna, and I want to peel I, back <laughs> the curtain for a second so that yes. everybody knows how we we came to this um we the Discord, by the way, is officially ready to be public. So you will not have to message us anymore. We're gonna be posting the link to join it on our various platforms. On every episode. Yeah. You should join it because we actually talk in there with Yes, I I'm fucking Mark. I'm very notifications on today, so now I actually get them. Yes, I'm very responsive <laughs> to what pretty much anybody that says anything, I'm there and I have something to say. 
Dude, even on my own, like, I'm I'm talkative relatively on this one. Even on my own show's Discord, I'm still, like, 80% lurker. I will never get over it. No, that's okay. It's going to be it's gonna be a <laughs> lot of me, I'm shadows. pretty sure. I just poke my head out more often than any other Discord I'm in. Sorry. So we were talking, and Brian posted a GIF of Jack Nicholson doing the, the wide-eyed, like, yes, nodding, nodding head, yeah. and zooming that, that he does in that movie. And it's fucking hilarious. You do, you do do that all the I time. I didn't realize that I based my literal facial expressions <laughs> off <laughs> Jack Nicholson in this movie because I love doing that. Yeah, but you, you've you been doing that since before you watched the movie. The, the first time we I watched Anger Management was like in the mid-2000s. Oh, first, I thought it was... That was not when yeah, we watched it, it together like a year gotcha, and a half ago. Gotcha. No, that was a, that was a round two. That was, that was, <laughs> that was a victory lap on, on but, Anger Management, buddy. <laughs> So, <laughs> Brian posts this GIF. I obviously know where it's from, so I, I say we're doing an anger management episode. I don't care. As a joke. As a joke. And then Brian clearly had I mean, no episode to do this week. <laughs> Grab that, and it's like we are actually doing anger management. <laughs> so, Brian, would you care to explain? Well, okay. This is the other... This That is... I cannot... In a court of law or the court of public opinion, I could never confidently refute anything that was just said so i won't i will simply concede the point um the other thing that wow I mentioned, that works or, the other thing that i thought of was i remember like you said you watched it like a year and a half ago maybe something like that you i think you said you'd watch it inside the year or something like that like it was close yeah to this time just before so I remember COVID. Yeah. positive things from you i'm, guys I'm about very it. positive on many and aspects of that that movie. made me go I thought about the 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 words Adam Sandler and the year 2003 yep. and got very confused about your like that equation did not add up. I could not solve for X I know. like to save my life yep. when I first wrote that. So then I went, we have to figure this out. So I watched the movie and <laughs> I know what my Wait, solve was it for your X first is time now. watching it. <laughs> It was like again, okay. maybe my second okay. time watching it when okay. I watched it in because watching it for the first something. time can't. right now, hearing that we like it makes us look like <laughs> yeah. fucking monsters. Yeah, it does. Like, like, yeah, like you can't, psychos. You can't jump into that raw <laughs> and expect to come out uncut. You like, know you, what I mean? Gotta, like, if it's your first time, you got to let me be next to you and explain myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I under I frantically yeah. going. Hold on a second. Hold on. Like you see someone's <laughs> arms kind of twitch. Like I know what you're thinking. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Just, you know what? I'm going to pause it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm just going to pause. Hold on. Even when, yeah. So, so continue, Brian. Sorry. That was real. Okay. And that, and then also the thing was that was the main point of why I wanted to go over this because also I, I'm trying to think of the movies we've gone over so far. And most of them have just either been the like, roar equivalents where we're like, holy shit, what is this sort of thing? Yeah. Or it's like stuff we've, like, or like basically. genre movies. Like, we do a lot of genre. Yeah, like it's stuff we're either into on some level or has a gimmick around it. Like for holiday stuff, like the Leprechaun shit, which we are doing next year. We won't do it this year because COVID and uh, couldn't, you know, yeah. physically be together. Because we're not watching that any other way other than on a couch together with a million beers in our hands. Because we can't. Come on. For sure. Um. So this was like, I. it's kind of a case study. <laughs> both. I'm good with it. A movie that isn't, like, just good that we gush and like about. Like, I want to dissect parts of this. I definitely, <laughs> there's some yeah. that's horrible. And there's yes. stuff where I'm like, oh, they 
in 2003, that was still like, wow, that works 18 it's, years later. It is definitely a time capsule. Uh, Cause I feel like, especially seeing how successful that movie was like, Oh, okay. This is a pretty good cross section of what yeah. like pop culture was in this moment. Adam Sandler was unironically popular. Jack Nicholson, I don't think had won more than an Oscar. I think he maybe had won an Oscar at that point. No, for he one won flu, it for Cuckoo's Nest, over, which was yeah, in seventy yeah, odd. All right, never mind. Exactly, but that was thirty years. What I'm saying is that was thirty years before this movie. Like it's yeah. he's been in, he was in another phase of his career at this point. Yeah, I don't know why. Like something's got to give. Is that crossover movie for me with him where it's him and Meryl Streep like oh you're acting with yeah. like r- real actors like respectable actors <laughs> yeah. and then they're like hold on Shelley Duvall is amazing and also the lady who played Nurse Ratchet never mind it's yeah, like he's it's been, a bad he's been, before for whatever that, reason something's like, gotta give is the end of the I'm working with yeah something's well, gotta give is like, it is, and stuff like it's that, a significant right. movie for me for Jack Nicholson and I think it's just because it's a that's the fuck it we're, that's my next one sorry guys we're doing something's gotta give right, okay. just, never mind I just got myself that's off fine. track alright someone else I say do something. also want to I do also want to actually it is an interesting point for me because I have to look at the I didn't look at the filmography about him Sandler because I don't want a headache right now so I, I'm guessing based on what I can remember of plot points, but like this feels like a, we have clearly peaked on the mountain. Like we're on the other side and we're going to fall into the fucking bottom of the ocean, you know, years down the line. But like, this feels like we're on the decline, but maybe like a, a weird like summit or part of the mountain that kind of like an uptick, out. like a weird uptick, yeah, a little bit like of an uptick before it drops down again. Cause it's, Again, this is a legit like weird spotted movie because we'll I'm gonna, I want to go over the plot because we just have to at this point. Yeah. But like, I will say this for I I think I looked and around thirty eight minutes in was when it got my first real laugh. Like for thirty yeah. minutes, I was just going, "Oh my oh, fucking I hate to god!" Tell you, man. Has Adam Sandler been irrelevant for eighteen years now? And the answer is no. But it took more than I Dude, expected to get into I'm sorry. the funny. Here's, here's, you know what I mean? Here, I just want to put this in context of his career. Um, let's yes. start just from, let's start from the year 2000. Little Nicky. Okay. Yeah, Amazing so that, movie. Yeah. Uh, the okay. Animal. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Jorge. <laughs> 2002 was both Eight Crazy Nights and Punch Drunk Love. I'm uh, sorry. Let me clarify. Comedic stuff. Okay. His, he's only gotten better with so dramatic i, I thought you're gonna take it i thought i thought you were gonna take it that way but let me finish uh, we get to 2003 <laughs> where we have anger management yes. and afterwards 2004 50 first dates and then the <laughs> longest yard and then deuce bigelow Ugh. european gigolo there and we then go. click and then yes. rain over me and then i now oh, pronounce you dramatic. chuck and larry in 2007 Ugh. and then don't mess with the Zohan in 2008. Oof, and then, that's, that's where I knew it was all over. We're yeah. on, we're but down then, the, surprisingly, yeah, he makes funny people funny in people 2009, incredible. which is incredible. See, it is it's I, one of those things. No like, disagreement. Funny people isn't an Adam Sandler comedy. It's a comedy. It's a dramedy featuring Adam Sandler in it. Like Judd Apatow is pulling the strings on that. And like, it's not a happy Madison style production. It might be, they might be the producers on it because he has a bunch of fucking money. But like, I put that in his dramatic category. I don't put that in his comedic. I put it no, in no, his, co- I, I think he uses a lot of comedy in his drama acting. And I think it's, I'd like it. Sure, but it's still it. a dramatic performance. <laughs> For sure. It's, 
it's funny. That's it's why I put it in the. Like, I agree with you that he uses his talents from. That's what he dude. Just in reading fucking uncut gems. The way he reads the line "fuck, I'm gonna come" is the funniest shit ever. Like, it's this really serious, intense, just New York argument for two hours. But the way, like, <laughs> just his face and his timing on it. It shows up in parts of this movie where you're like, fuck, that was really funny. Like, yeah. And there's I, no other way to dryly deliver this line in exactly the way you did without it being funny. Like, I am changing fuck, my man. tune over the course of this episode so far on Adam Sandler. Because beforehand, there is this cognitive dissonance between, like, I like Punch Drunk Love. I own it on Blu-ray. I yeah. like uh, funny people. I have yet to see Uncut Gems, but that's really because I'm super it's excited good. for it and I want to make an occasion of it. Like sure. I like Adams, and I like I, like old Adam Sandler movies. You know, like uh, Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison. Like I think they're still <laughs> Waterboy. I still think they're super <laughs> fucking dude, I, funny. I Big Daddy, they're so <laughs> funny, dude. I, can't I know. <laughs> But then, like, I was thinking, because somehow his comedy has been tainted by, um, like, whatever. Like, he does bad Netflix. And I think the case truly is that, no, he's a working actor who just doesn't give a shit what you think about him. Like, no, no, no. This is my job. I'm going to have super high moments in my job where I get to do what I want. And, like, the rest of it, like, I'm sorry. I'm going to buy another island or something. Like, I don't give a shit what you think. Uh, you can laugh at me. I'm laughing all the way to the bank. Like, get out of here. Like, I, I don't oh, know. I, I'm liking Adam Sandler more. Of- personnel like person none of this is on him i'm sure he's a great no no no. like my opinion of him is changing into like this is what my imagination of him is oh this is what your head canon of adam sandler is yeah (laughs) it kind of is true it feels like all the grown-ups movies are just excuses for him and his friends to go on vacation together a lot a lot of people do that now yeah Um, yeah people do that there's the famous Michael Caine quote of, I've never seen Jaws 4, but I've seen the house it built, and I really fucking love it. So, you know what I mean? Like, shit like that. It's fine. Yeah. That was always a nice trivia to have in the pocket that Michael Caine's in Jaws 4 plays the pilot. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> we've, anyway, say something we've, more. <laughs> we've, we've been speaking pretty positively about him. Uh, and, and <laughs> I've, I've been in agreement with this, uh, but I it's it's gotten too much for me. I have, I have to get this point out. Before I can like just relax and then and keep focusing on the other topic at hand. <laughs> the balloon needs to be. Like, I need to pop it. Okay. So, we can... so you're saying we need to take a turn to reality. So we're just going to yes. take a quick turn to. Oh boy, that didn't age well. Yeah, round uh, them up. Yeah, so there, there's a few things in this in this movie. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm not I'm trying to try not to just fully. So that there are a few scenes in it Let's that are that are completely them. transphobic, right? Anything um, with disgusting. Woody, pretty much any scene with Woody Harrelson in it is horrifyingly transphobic. Yes, um, which is a shame because it's Woody Harrelson. And I don't, I still haven't really fallen on what we should do with movies that have become problematic. I don't think we're the right people to have that discussion. I'm still like, it. I think it's complicated. I don't know, um, but it is. It, ups, it yes. upsets me. <laughs> and it puts a taint on the whole fucking movie, you know. And it is. It is for sure bad, and I do not condone it. Uh, they also do not treat. There, there is a character who clearly Anybody was well. intended to be to be gay, and they're Luis Guzman. Oh, yeah, and they're oh. homophobic about that as well, it, to the point where they did a, uh, they made his facial hair a question mark because the joke was like, you don't know what his sexuality I is. I forgot. Oh my, that's what. That yeah. So um, I, yep. Go ahead, keep rolling. And then, uh, and then one like, more. I gotta get all these out. Hold this on. is this is one that I want to talk about more so because it's this one is the other ones are just horrible, right? This one I find legitimately funny, and I can't help it, dude. I can't help it. 
He okay. uh, Jack Nicholson is telling oh. Adam Sandler to retard his anger levels. Oh. And then they make a pun based <laughs> off of that, which you can yeah. imagine. And I've never forgotten Fuck. about it. It has been the funniest <laughs> thing in the world to me for my entire life. Oh. Like, back when I still it's... use that word inappropriately. Yeah. Um, Oh, before man. I knew better, you know, and so I I want to acknowledge that I can find something God. funny while still not being <laughs> tailored. See, well, so, uh, it's going out of over my mind. It's, it's terrible. It's a bad thing. It, of course, fucking, like I would never use and the yet. word, but like, it's very funny. Yeah, the last. But I know I know some of our listeners have probably like heard people just like cancel this kind of thing, right? Uh, without like maybe like giving the full. St- full story about what like let's be honest about it you know like we i still find it very funny i don't condone it we shouldn't do stuff like that anymore yeah. i'm not going to use it in my in my everyday life you know um but it is what it is those, those are just the facts i'm sorry Correct. this movie is tainted by a lot of stuff like that those were just the ones that floated to Correct. the top of my head um so i, I was even <sighs> hesitant about whether we should give oh. this movie more attention at all um fuck the movie first of all there's nowhere that it's streaming for free so don't buy it like don't do anything oh yeah steal it money. steal, fuck it. Yeah, steal it if you're gonna if you're gonna get it steal it do yeah. not adam sandler has enough money get the jack fuck out nicholson's of doing just fine you know what we should Probably. what what uh he doesn't have any lakers games we should do in the front row of and go fucking nuts here's an idea what what, we when we when we cover any of this type of material and whenever anybody else watches any when any of us watch any of this type of material including when you listeners watches we material. should just donate to good causes that they took advantage ah, of for their equivalent for their content, don- yeah. right? That that would Ooh. ease my conscience. Here's like, that's that's because <laughs> I'll throw money at it. That <laughs> I heard. A, yes, I, I do agree. A description yes. lately about something that the internet has done. Um, uh oh, just like by good. its nature, by its nature, right? It's called like email. Every, everything is available. Like uh, so much is available in a way that was never available before. Like you can see movies from you could watch in one sitting with very little effort. A movie from the 1920s, a movie from the 2020s, kind of, yeah. uh, and the movie from like 1985. And you could watch those all outside of the context of when they were made because they're immediately available just by searching the title. So what this does to to something like, especially like film and a time capsule movie, which kind of gives you a pretty clear picture of like, yeah, status quo, this is what was funny in the dominant discourse. Or like, these are the topics that were available uh, mm-hmm. to punch, to punch. Because you know, punching up is always funny. It's never not going to be funny. Punching down, it's not good. You know, it's, and, and we don't realize it was punching down until later. Now, what, what the internet does. Or we didn't care. <laughs> Or we didn't like well. That's the same thing. Like it didn't matter. Like we didn't care. Oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, sorry. Like, you're right. Culture yeah, yeah. said it didn't matter when obviously the whole time it did. Um, gotcha. But what what the internet allows right now is for people to listen to music, to watch movies and TV, and experience all of it as if it's a current product. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you're a teenager and you're watching like The Office for the first time because it's always on some fucking streaming service as like the flagship, Kashi. yeah, the flagship fucking intellectual property, you can see that. And there are there are like I'm sure if you watch it for the first time, like there are parts of this that I'm not quite sure why this is your flagship right now. Did the entire first you know, season like, of The Office, which is, is garbage. <laughs> question um, mark as to why this is your flagship. Literally took me off of it for years, but neither here nor there. 
But yeah, you 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 watch that as if it was made mm-hmm. in 2021 because it's it's almost marketed as if like this is the new thing. It's Peacock. It's brand new, and you know how it's new because we have the Office now, and you gotta be new or rich to have that. But it takes context out of pop culture art. It takes totally. like any you can compare anything to the Beatles right next to each other because you don't have to listen to the Beatles on a 45. You don't have to listen to the Beatles on CD. And it doesn't matter that Apple never sold you don't have fucking to wait Beatles shit. Six years yeah. for the fucking Led Zeppelin to come out. Because or I can whatever, listen you know to I mean? like, yeah, I can listen to Little Nas X and fucking White Album <laughs> at the same time and like compare them. That'd be weird. Directly, like it, it provides us. <laughs> it provides an opportunity and um, sort of a an untethering at the same time. Everything is current. Everything belongs right now. And we judge everything based on the standard of right now, now, which is not wrong, but it's, it's something that we haven't really had the capability to do until like the last 10 years. So like we look at art differently now, you know what I mean? I don't look at movies of the past uh, as if like, you know, from that memory of seeing them in the theater, I watch it right now and I judge it right now. And I watch something that was made right now, right after. This is super crazy. That's an amazing point you just made. I find it absolutely, utterly insane that this is in the same episode of our podcast where we're talking about a movie where <laughs> Jack Nicholson sleeps in the same bed as Adam Sandler and farts on him, and that's a joke. Like, but no, but wait, you're not telling no, the whole thing. Off. He's absolutely they're in bed and he's good. he's butt ass no. naked. And only Jack Nicholson is butt-ass naked. Which is hilarious because Adam Sandler is very uncomfortable with it. And then he clearly <laughs> farts when he's turned over. And then he's, he like sits up real fast and he like looks under the covers. And he's like, did you hear that frog? Yeah. <laughs> I also, that is a great joke, dude. I, 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 do, I still this. use that one. I do want to say that. The few times I farted in public. I, I do want to say this. Um, Jack Nicholson is technically credited as Dr. Buddy Rydell. But yep. that's wrong because he should be credited as Atlas, the one who holds up the world, <laughs> aka this entire movie. Okay, because the only funny there's funny shit from Jorge, the movie. Adam Sandler the, is funny in this movie. No, Jorge, the lion's share of the comedy is Jack Nicholson. Jorge and talks that's about it. <laughs> uh, at one point, like a very problematic joke that he can't help but laugh at, and there's yeah. another one that I have. It's when. Um, <laughs> Uh-oh. Adam Sandler confronts John C. Riley, who is his uh, elementary school bully. Arnie Suckman, I believe. Yeah, Arnie yeah. Suckman or something like that. <laughs> like it's not uh, Suckman, but it could definitely Ar- be. Arnie Blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, this movie, I wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, Arnie Blow Woman or whatever it is. Um, he's oh, now like yeah. a Buddhist monk. And before they, the reason that they're going to see him is he's. Um, Buddy Rydell, Jack Nicholson's character, has told Adam Sandler, like, you got to beat the shit out of this guy. Like, gotta you got to get over it. You got you to yeah. confront it. And they go there and, like, he's a Buddhist monk. And Jack Nicholson, <laughs> like, don't care. We're going to stir this pot a little <laughs> bit. And he makes, he makes the old bully think that Adam Sandler used to expose himself to his, like, sister with cognitive disabilities. <laughs> And there's a point where he goes, ah, that's not true. That's not Adam Sandler saying that's not true. No, no, no. But no, no, then no. John C. Riley pisses him off and goes, you know what? 
It is true. And I used to make your sister moan like a wildebeest. And Jack Nicholson comes from off screen. <laughs> yeah. Like, just goes, okay, that. Wildebeest. Yeah, and I, it's one of the funniest moments ever captured on a fucking camera. And again, it that's what, because that's one of those situations where the rest of what's happening is like full punching down. There's no, it's not funny at all. Not funny. Didn't laugh but, until. But he's he just doing shit, dude. Like, this is the thing about that scene because one, that scene also starts with a uh, or like begins like the, the sequence starts with Jack Nicholson pulling a handgun out of his glove compartment, just setting up the the Hitchcock bomb, uh, like check up, just like check this is going gun. to happen, and you're yeah. like, oh my fucking god. Um, I my one note during that scene was simply Jack Nicholson is the devil, and I love it because <laughs> that's the entire movie. It's so it's good. Just Jack dude. Nicholson is Satan. And is ruining slash improving slash. Let's let's start hitting these in order. Down. Brian, do you yes. have the list of of the full plot? Do you have it? Do you have it so ready? So the full to go? plot begin. I have a version of it. In, please, I, just start, it sounds like just start, you have one in case when I fuck up. Uh, no, I was um, gonna wing it. Oh, you <laughs> yeah, just, through, just start going through. through it. I'm gonna start. Yeah. I'm gonna interrupt as I as in, I need to. Please mention do. Things. Ditto. Um. So there's the actually the the first audible exhale was in the beginning part. This is uh, Brooklyn, 1978. It's a flashback like Adam Sandler loves to do in his movies for some reason. Um, and they're and playing Heart of Glass by Blondie. It's a really oh, yeah. it's a good song. Um, it's a good, it's a good scene, dude. I liked it. Um, and basically his character, uh, Dave Buzznick, I believe. That's what it is. No, that's his. What the fuck that's is Adam the Sandler's character's yeah, name. Yeah, it's Dave Buzznick. And they're, they set up the bully, doing bully things. He's talking with this girl who kind of likes him or something. And... They set up for him to do a kiss with her, and he closes his eyes. And as they're about to kiss, the bully just exposes Adam Sandler's penis and balls to the entire block that's having a big block party. And one old woman, very just like playing for Rosie, does the very (laughs) small indication with her fingers as to signify this potentially prepubescent boy's penis, which is just, okay. He got an itty-bitty pecker. And then he pulls his pants up, and then we go to 25 years later, where uh, he is now a, basically a secretary for a magazine editor. And he's terrified of intimacy. And he's terrified of public intimacy. Like, he he's dating, uh, this is, again, a long line. This happened before in the good movies, too. But, like, it continued. It got way worse in the later stuff of just... Hey, Adam Sandler, uh, you you have a love interest in this film. Yes, I do. I have an incredibly attractive... Huh? Wait, where does, that, where does it say that in the script? It says she's a smart and loving and emotionally supportive. If she doesn't have an yeah, Oscar, I'm not hiring her. she's fucking incredibly hot and incredibly talented. But like, this is a really easy role. It's kind of just, I don't care. You didn't Oscar give her like winner. any lines. Nope, gotta so, have an Oscar. <laughs> they hired it. for this movie, Oscar winner... Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei to play the love interest. Everyone bought a beach house with this movie. Yeah, this is, I again. think I think this is where I know Marissa Tomei from. <laughs> That's so Stop fucking it. funny that it's not I'm fucking my so cousin Vinny. I, well, I watched this movie like when it came out as a child. Mm-hmm. LOL. Okay, that's fair. Um, my mom couldn't so couldn't watch it because she found them too annoying. <laughs> that's what a reasonable reason to turn this movie. <laughs> um. But there, he's getting onto a plane to go to this flight. He ends up 
next to Jack Nicholson on the plane because a guy took his seat and is being a dick about it. And I think that's a cameo, but I don't should, fucking care. We should we should acknowledge like the character of Adam Sandler's character at this point is uh, he's like sheepish, kind of passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. Like everything happens to him, you know. He's just a lot like, of under his breath, like suffering in silence. Yeah, sort yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Uh, passive here. aggressive, he's getting pushed around by his boss because he does all the work. Yeah, but his boss gets all the credit, and he's like, "Fucking, you're late." Blah blah blah. Um, so he gets on the plane, and Jack Nicholson's there. He's being fucking very annoying and very rude, <laughs> talking about breast implants very loudly, talking about a bunch of other shit that's not cool or a little just weird. I and mean, he's not even cool, but like it's weird. And Adam Sandler wants to get a pair of headphones, and the flight attendant, not the stewardess, they very clearly correct this in the film. The flight attendant is just incredibly just bad at her. She's actively ignoring anybody's questions for anything. Adam Sandler makes a perfectly reasonable request at a perfectly reasonable time and waits patiently. And she just actively ignores him. Right. Might right. as well just be flipping him off the entire we, time. Okay. We, <laughs> we have to go faster. We are, we are going at I'm film a, I'm, about right to, I'm about to hijack this plan. Oh, Taylor. <laughs> Is this a problem for you? Is someone talking a bunch an issue? That's so strange that you the might find is, that annoying. I've worked on it. <laughs> oh, okay. So describing it in a name. Okay. Um, yeah, he gets involved with an incident there, gets sent to anger management. Uh, Jack Nicholson does his anger management, does a bunch of wacky things. There's massive transphobia. Um Marissa Tomei go, leaves. No, 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 no. We're going fast. We're getting right through it. It's too slow. We want to keep going. Don't right? Adam Sandler passive aggressive on me. <laughs> Why don't? No. Then, oh, I don't know where to go then. He's, so he we gets. Did, we put you into it. We, 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 we yeah, gave you no way out. You have to do it now. You have to do it now. It's on it. you. You've taken it over. Take, it's too it. late. We took no, it. So go ahead. To be fair, we. We, we said it was too much and too little. So, Jorge, <laughs> yeah. you're next on Just the write me. Just okay. write me. The point is that Jack Nicholson clearly sets up a trap for Adam Sandler <laughs> by... I would, I would vehemently disagree for the happy Madison fans. They did not see this coming for Billy a Madison? mile away. No, Happy Madison production fans, oh, of the oh, movie, oh, fans okay. of these movies. Gotcha, yeah, they gotcha, did gotcha. not see this coming, I guarantee you. It's, I mean, it's clear, it's a string of events on the plane yes. where... He, Adam Sandler clearly is in our when we see it is not at fault. The situation is escalating because everyone else is being unreasonable. He's being gaslit and like, he's into a his situation. temper like slowly rises until he finally like raises his voice and they end up tasing him. Um, so he has to go to. Yeah, he goes to court. He gets assigned to anger management therapy with turns out Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. Who, yeah. Uh, so he goes to that session and it's supposed to be like, oh, I'm just going to go here. You know I'm not an angry guy, so you're just going to sign off, and I'm going to go home. That's it. But um, during the meeting, that this is see, this is the kind of shit I love. It's a lot. The movie's a lot of Jack Nicholson finding crazy ways to push Adam Sandler's buttons. Because mm-hmm. like, it's during the meeting where he says, uh, you know, David, tell us who you are. And he's like, well, I'm, I'm David Busnick, blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, 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 that's... That's your name. Your job. Yeah. Oh my God. Tell us, who are you? It's like, yeah, well, I do Start this job. It's like, that's your Start job. Yeah. <laughs> who are you? My favorite one is, he's like, I'm an easy, he's getting mad. He's just, I'm an easygoing, fun guy. Just, no, David, that's your personality. <laughs> I want to know who, who you, you are. are. <laughs> just, this reminds yeah. me of a particular kind, and it was, 
No, it was it was an even split between boys and girls. They would just put different words on it in college that I'd meet at parties drunk, and both of them pissed. Got to go off faster. Got to speed so up. much. So you you go to a party and someone be like, "What's your story?" Like I don't know what the fuck you mean by that, and I'm out of here. Or like, "Hey man, what's your deal?" Like. Fuck you. I don't know what the fuck you're asking me right now. You're not going to be happy with anything I say. Give me a cigarette. And I'm getting out of here. Never mind. I've met the 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 nice hippy-dippy version of Jack Nicholson in this scene. Yeah. So it obviously makes him upset. And then Jack Nicholson's like, you're an angry guy, which we're, as the audience, expected to be like, he's not angry. You're you, like, people get you're pushing him. <laughs> uh, which maybe Shockingly makes us. enough. The, yeah. Maybe it is. It's all for us. I don't know. Um but he says, no, you're going to have to to keep doing this anger management. And then they, they get into a uh, into a fight with the with the blind person. Him and John Turturro. John Turturro has a great line where he to antagonize a bald man. He just simply says, what, do you got a problem with people with hair? And then punches him in the face. And I'm like, that's tremendous. That's just A+. Plus. That's the that's uh, the yeah, easiest thing really I've ever good. seen in my life to get in a fight. Fuck. I love that. Yeah, he's uh, he's yeah. he's shell shocked from being in the the Grenada War, <laughs> which was about a six, just like a, just a few hours, twenty four hour conflict. <laughs> yeah, so Adam Sandler ends up back in court, and they say like, "Hey, since we're such good friends with Buddy Rydell, you're going to have to live with him." <laughs> And he's gonna, you're gonna be under constant surveillance, so, and it's the only way you're not going to jail. This is where Funny. I have the note. This is where I have the note because Buddy Rydell shows up in court and simply just says, "May I approach?" and walks up, and the judge just allows it. And I simply just have the line, "This isn't how a court works," <laughs> because it's not. You couldn't just but show here's up the thing, Brian. Judge, Hold on, uh, I have can, never... I, can I rap with you, Judge? <laughs> you know, like yeah, it's That's been great. Just... It's been a bit for you. How are you? Good. How are the kids? Excellent. All right. And I know we got another thing going oh. on here, but this will just take a Dude, minute. This, this yeah. is he not. Discusses... This is not a criterion film. You know, like this is. Look, I have man. never once cared that they didn't follow proper court <laughs> procedure. You know? Sometimes, sometimes we just don't need that. I'm just Ugh. saying it's a reasonable point that this took Brian out of it. <laughs> I'm That's on your fair, side, for bro. sure. I did for love sure that, that the. I. Anyway, yeah, she he gets remanded to. Buddy's like the only way to do this is to live with you. Mm-hmm. So he and kicks he starts he, completely fucking. Yeah, he kicks his girlfriend out, and then it is just psychological torture <laughs> for the like entire 40 time. Minutes. He he makes him. Uh, yeah, he, oh sleep, he sleeps naked in bed with him. He like makes him make the breakfast. hilarious fart joke that you, you rip through the aisle you, apparently. And if you watch <laughs> in this <Morty's> scene, house. <laughs> sorry. Just, by the way, satin abject silence during that. I know. Thing. Oh, I'm in a mood now. It's too yeah, late. You're low. Y'all put me in a mood. Y'all put me in a mood right so now. I'm so sorry, Brian. That's what you get. This, it's on y'all. <laughs> this reminds me of a of a line in in the movie. He said he's talking about uh, explosive versus implosive anger, <laughs> and he says explosive is the guy in the grocery store at the, the cash register yelling at the at the register cashier person about when whatever. they don't take their coupon. Yeah, and the implosive anger is the cashier who sits there day after day taking it until they pull a gun out and shoot everyone in the store. Um, and oh, he's saying God. that Adam Sandler is the implosive anger type because he's not he's, he doesn't just get angry for normal reasons. He like waits and waits and waits. Right? Yeah. Um, he holds in his anger all any time it would be justified to be angry. He yeah. still holds in it and just lets it eat as, away at his soul. As far as I know, he mostly just had social anxiety, if anything. And not, <laughs> he 
he's just a little nervous. huge anger issues, you know. I think if anyone, this movie doesn't play if anyone but Adam Sandler plays the main, yeah. if the plays the lead, because they're the way that because Adam everyone Sandler's would go. This play script this is line. dumb. Let's make something funnier. Yeah, uh, but you know, in addition, <laughs> that's why it wouldn't play. Like uh, Adam Sandler has that big explosive, like loves to scream in his roles, um, mm-hmm. and someone dramatically sure. used that to great effect in Punch Drunk Love. And someone used that to a lesser comedic effect in, oh, who am I kidding? To amazing comedic effect in anger management, where it, you believe that, like, <laughs> yeah, you are an angry guy because Adam Sandler plays things, like, explosively. And then yeah. when we believe it, when uh, Jack Nicholson goes, like, you are angry. Like, oh, yeah, because Adam mm-hmm. Sandler's playing that. Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler's an angry guy. I've seen all his movies. I know how this is going to go. He's going to yell something and then hit a <laughs> golf ball with a hockey stick or something. I, do. I want to watch Happy Gilmore again, dude. I do. Happy Gilmore now. Uh, so it, it, most of the movie is just a sequence of scenes, of vignettes, uh, in which Jack Nicholson tortures Adam Sandler in various ways. and it's Including I, it's stopping great. traffic on the Brooklyn Bridge to sing songs from See, West Side Story. That's a great that scene. That scene worked, though. Like, for it me, did. that is where the movie... Uh, it, the problem is, that scene comes right before massive transphobia, so I had, like, this weird, like... Mm. Fucking! I just started accelerating Talk into about ups enjoyment and town, and then hit this big fucking massive road bump. Um, yeah, but like again, Jack Nicholson just being very calm and understanding and great with Adam Sandler, and then some guy comes up next to him. Hey, what the fuck are you doing? He's just can it, you fucking. He's just like screaming at him, and he's yeah. just, <laughs> he's, just he's like, we're trying to goose, work here, and he remember, just looks goose from Let's see. The, that is a classic. Yeah, that's Jack Nicholson's phrase, uh, Inuit phrase, I believe, for for getting. Yeah. you say it to yourself to calm down when you're angry. And he's uh, trying to tell Adam Sandler that, and some guy goes, "Hey, what the fuck? We're trying to work here." Yeah, and he's just like screams. It's very funny. That's the thing. Jack Nicholson does like his version of the Adam Sandler like start screaming yeah, out of nowhere it? thing. The the other time is when. He makes Adam Sandler make him breakfast. Oh my! And he orders God. eggs over easy, and as soon as Adam Sandler uh, hands them to him, they do this great thing where they're playing this like happy-go-lucky song. I forgot what it is, uh, what it's called. Uh, but the music just stops, and he like just whips the whole plate of eggs at the wall, and he screams, "I said over easy." It's <laughs> very, it's very and good. His expression uh. is like so, like he's so furrowed, and then you just watch him relax his whole face completely. And, yeah, and he's like, I think he goes, now, why, why did, did I, I do that? Yeah, why did I do that? And uh, why did I do that? <laughs> and Adam Sandler says something like, "Because I wouldn't spoon with you crazy last psycho night. cuckoo bee bee boo boo boy." <laughs> like that's basically <laughs> most of his lines to Jack Nicholson. Right, you should make movies. God, I should fucking oh, Happy man. Madison sign me to a fucking eight year deal for six figures, please. You'll um, make 16 movies in that time. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make 48 vacation flicks. So after uh, after yeah. we do the series of vignettes where there's like he goes to see his, his new Buddhist bully, they do like a little wildebeest. The, yeah. Uh, the Jack Nicholson I, yeah. sets up a trap for him where he makes him hit on a girl at a bar and like do a line that he told him because he says that confidence <laughs> will win over women and it's one of his actress friends. This and, is one of the this is one of the scenes that has great fucking timing for me from Adam Sandler that I'm like, oh, okay, he actually is fucking funny. Is what? it's Felicity? It's uh, Fel- yeah. uh, it's Heather Graham. Heather Graham. Right. 
That's right. It's been a bunch of stuff. I just watched her. I just did a run through, watch through of all of the Twin Peaks content. I thought you were going to say every Heather Graham movie. Heather Graham in She's Twin at the Peaks? end of Twin Peaks season two. Yeah. She's, oh, okay. She plays Annie Blackburn, who's a character that becomes important. Um, there's So he says this line, which is basically like, I'm sorry I was so nervous because I was going to do a little cummy on my tummy or something. Like, it's basically something like that. And she goes, okay, so I'm about to like explode, explode in my pants. In my pan. It's hard to concentrate when I'm about to explode, explode in my pants. In my pants. Yeah. And she goes, she just goes, you are too cute. And Adam Sandler just hard cut to him. And he just goes, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and like, it's very, it just it was very It's like funny. a half like, whispered, like, yeah. Like, yeah, he's like, holy shit. Um, she also has a great line because she's this, but, but she's, She's very like, I got called fat once, basically. And she's like losing over that. And she's in just lingerie, looking great. But he's like, I have a girlfriend. She's like, you have a girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. She starts shoving, like absolutely annihilating chocolate cupcakes pretty into hot. her mouth at an <laughs> really aggressive, like it's, it's, looking it, like it she, her mouth is just filled with fucking black goo like she's out of a fucking hammer horror film like it's just like horrible yeah. and there, she has the fucking line where she just goes he's like if any you can put on a few pounds because she's very skinny and she goes oh if I put on a few pounds will we be able to stifle your vomit long enough to have sex with me <laughs> and I'm just like again Heather Graham has fantastic timing and delivery yeah. for comedy because Fuck. That and scene I, might have I taken can't... place at midnight, but let me tell you, I was 12 noon, man. Stop. <laughs> it worked, it worked real well. I And, you know, I can't tell if there's an inappropriate body weight thing in there. I re- there's, there's just Probably a lot of layers is. in that scene. I have no fucking clue, honestly. I you feel can, like it would be more me. problematic problem. if it was badly acted. You know what I mean? Like, if someone didn't commit to the bit... Mm-hmm. Then like no 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 sure well, then you know the the magic is gone you've like there's ability to rise above the material and Heather Graham and Adam Sandler do that Managed and if they didn't it, it would have been to like do it. it's not even funny why did why did this happen yeah, I would say there's there's the a lot of people screaming in this movie because there's a lot of angry people it's and all the, all the screaming is like actually very good when I think about it you know um, most, most of it's most good of like I didn't. Uh, like I didn't find the group funny. No, the group was bad. no, not the at group all. Like bad. Jesus Sucks. fucking Christ, was the group was bad. Um, the except main except for the what well, Johnny, uh, what's his name? The, gr- the, the Grenada guy, right? He yeah, the guy, some, John the guy, John Turturro. John Turturro. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, he's got some lines that make me laugh. Yeah, he's got some uh, it's John again. It, it, a great actor. Shockingly He's enough, great the, uh, the multi-time Oscar-nominated actor was able to do something with a piece of dog shit. No, that that's was the thing. Like, smeared this... onto a page, and they said, "Read these lines." And he went, "I the don't know." The subtitle of this movie should be "Anger Management: Colon Rising Above the Material," <laughs> an Adam Sandler film, because it it is it's true that if there was a cast then that was all less of his... overqualified for this, this movie would not be funny. But then and all of his other Happy funny. Madison films would just be subtitled. Oops, didn't get it this time. <laughs> oh, maybe. Th- nope, not this time. We had Al Pacino. Yep, still fucked it up. Like but that see, here, would be all of the subtitles. That's why I think I like because I do like these kinds of like absurdly childish comedies, and it's it's incredible. I think it's just one that since the people took the material and pushed it up, it's one that is actually like on the better side, right? Which is very difficult to do when all these types of movies yeah. are dog shit. Like I'm not going to get anybody to really sit down and enjoy Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo with me. Even though male I, Gigolo though is perfectly enjoyable. I meant, yeah, I meant male. I might. No, I male, Gigolo, male, European, male Gigolo is perfectly fine. I have no idea about European Gigolo. Though. There is a, in European Gigolo, there's a, there's a, there's a guy named Asapopolis. So 
you just Great. chew on that for a little bit. Great. I don't um, want to chew on that. That sounds so awful to chew on. You couldn't on. get it in one bite anyway. Sounds like bile is about to fall into my mouth if I chew on that. So wrap, wrapping up the film, Jack Nicholson basically then... <laughs> the final plan is to take Marissa Tomei for his own. I don't even know how he manages to do like... <laughs> Great. You, he's like, you separate from her for a little while and it'll bring you all closer together. And then he, he takes her out and he's like, don't worry. She's going to see what an asshole I am. And then she's going to come running back to you. And then he's like, JK, I fell in love before. with her, and now we're going to get married. Yes. Uh, or I'm going to propose to her the same way you wanted to propose for, to her in a baseball stadium in front of a in bunch Yankee of In Yankee Stadium. People. Oh, and he's say, uh, Adam Sandler gets onto the field to do this whole thing, and he's like getting dragged off. He's like, no, Linda, I love you. I love you. I love you. And he is saved by an actual oh my ghoul God. from the Fallout franchise. A literal desiccated human corpse stands up and says, no, let him talk. I'm of course talking oh. about Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. Because <laughs> this is this is in this came out in April of 2003, so this was shot in 2002. So yeah. very close, like big post 9/11 stuff. There is a massive advertisement for the U.S. Army in the entire film because they live above a giant army recruitment sign, like. This should be it's a crazy. Uh, this yeah. this movie is a subliminal yeah. advertising, dude. It wasn't. <laughs> I don't know why Too we didn't. Think, I think we were actually enjoying the, the movie the last time. But speaking of the time capsule qualities, like this is the height of Rudy Giuliani because Rudy Giuliani was like going down. <laughs> he's a, no, he's about to get bodied in one of the debates because <laughs> yeah, like Rudy Giuliani was not a liked guy. Uh, he had a lot of unpopular policies, and as we know now is a bit of a monster. Yeah. Um, which is a credit to monsters. And he <laughs> tried to have sex like, with that underage girl. Was an on Bimbora, to dude. <laughs> yeah, and like so right after 2000 like right after 9/11, uh, he got a huge upswing in popularity mm-hmm. because, you know, he was tough on America's crime, mayor. whatever, America's mayor. The same thing that happened to Andrew Cuomo. Looks what's happening now. Oops. Maybe we shouldn't listen to the mayors of Oops. New York so much <laughs> because they end up being like the mayors of Gotham. Um, so we should. Uh, uh, so yeah, this is like the, he's still on this meteoric rise where everyone loves Rudy Giuliani, and he's going to be the mayor for like a dozen more years before someone else steps in. Um, not a not dozen. that too I mean, much. No, this is the thing. He, no, because this is the thing that happens. Fucking Diamond Joe Biden in one of his forty-eight <laughs> failed presidential bids, fucking KOs him in one of the debates because he just goes. Rudy Giuliani starts mentioning something about 9-11 in one of the things. Oh, he like rolls his eyes like, here we go again. No, he goes, that's Rudy Giuliani. Every sentence that comes out of his mouth, a noun, a verb, and 9-11. And and (laughs) KO, flash KO. Referee doesn't even do the count, just waves it off, puts the X over his head because he's injured. He's done. Then he I went to host see... fucking mob movies on AMC for like a decade. It was That's over. True. That's true. <laughs> That's right. Because he did. He was at the height of his popularity and then just like so quickly went straight to obscurity. There was no like fall. It was just like, was oh, Joe Biden made it a fact. Zero. Joe Biden made it the fact that like you're not in politics anymore. Don't ever try it again. We don't Stop want you it. to be famous anymore. Like you have a career. That's fine. Whatever. And then, you know, obviously our ghoulish ex-president like resurrected him from 
TV yeah. hell because that's the only place he's ever lived before. But yeah. And like brought him back into the spotlight <laughs> where he quickly melted. <laughs> Quite literally melted on yeah, several he, occasions. He, he was the baby face at the end of this. Like the, the, the deus ex machina. He's like, oh. And I was just like, I am not here for this anymore. <laughs> like it's a very, it's, it's where we reveal that uh, Marissa Tomei and Jack Nicholson have been planning this since the airplane ride, obviously. Because if you're if your two brain cells were able to rub themselves together, congratulations, you're in the top one percent of Happy Madison fans, and you were able to figure this out from the word go. But, I will say, um, as a child, I didn't yeah. know till the. Well, you, you were a child, video. and that's fine. But now <laughs> I never know. Now I'll never <laughs> know. Maybe boy. I wouldn't have figured it out. Could have been you, the big <laughs> one. Could have been the big one, Brian. You don't know. You don't know. I'm don't not gonna lie. If it Spider-Man was, home, uh, Spider-Man. We'd have to talk. <laughs> um, Spider-Man: Homecoming got me. They got me on a twist on that one. The first oh. time that we have like a oh, I think I know what you're talking about, and I was like, dude, you're you're a baddie, you're doing it, you're. I don't know, but it was just like it was it was it was something about the timing. He swings open the door, you know, and he yeah. sees what he sees, and like, oh no, I'm not gonna lie, you guys oh, got me. I was thinking far from. I was thinking far from home. No, far from home is a no. I, I haven't home. seen far from home. I wasn't even talking about that. I'm, talking about well, I'm glad I was careful with how I talked about it. Yeah, no, homecoming. Was an excellent movie. Homecoming got I me. I didn't. I didn't think about it. My favorite, by far, my mentioned. favorite Marvel yeah. movie in a long time. But it's not like, again, this would be like for this equivalent. It would be like if we saw Michael Keaton dropping off his daughter in an earlier scene, and then went, "I can't believe the twist." Like, well, no, they. The I mean, exactly the same. There's a reason why. Showed, why yeah. we nobody predicted. There's a there is a good there's reason. A big it's, reason. It's very good. But uh, that's what I'm saying. Is this isn't oh, like because his wife? Is, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, right. yeah you see it. Now. <laughs> it works. See, it works. You put yeah, it together now. You put it together now. Um, yeah. Anyway, Thanks, America. On that <laughs> one, God damn it! Oh, <laughs> this is the Cheerios commercial all over again? If anybody is confused, it's because of of our oh, because his in, wife internal, is black in the movie. Because it's because like, of our internal racism and uh, yeah, race, preconceptions place, about race. Yeah, the, the, the dominant discourse imposes <laughs> a capitalist white supremacist, you know, patriarchy Homecoming upon laughs all of us. At you for being right. He goes, "Ha ha ha!" Then, yeah, idiots. All they in order to get me, who is an avid watcher of movies and consumer of media, to get me was like, "Ha ha!" Interracial yep. couple. Like, didn't oh, see a, cool. Didn't see Checkmate atheist. Nailed it. See it coming for one second. I mean, not for one fucking second. Thank you for, for making me an idiot and a racist. Thanks, <laughs> yeah, Thanks Spider-Man. Thank yeah, I really appreciate you just putting a finger on that obvious open wound. Like, oh, cool. Well, well if I didn't know before, now Marvel, of all yeah. people, told me. I don't know why, Great. but that feels like a villain shaking his fist up at Spider-Man after he's defeated him. Thanks for making me an idiot and a racist, <laughs> Spider-Man. My <You> slime. Uh, <laughs> tricked him into being racist. Yeah, so everybody that got tricked by it, go read a book on anti-racism. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, or, you know, understand how ideology how, works. How have we had the commodification and, like, v- vacuuming of context for media and a harsh critique of racism and pull for anti-racism in the anger management episode of our podcast? Because this movie is rife. Because it's bad. For uh, mine. Because it's bad. Because it sucks. And it's bad. It's not uh, good. And I don't like it. Yeah, whereas whereas Spider Man Homecoming was careful because it made us do it, you know. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's okay. word in your <laughs> head. It makes you say, "Yeah," because they're like, "No, what did we do? What did we do? 
Tell me uh, why is that yeah, weird? It's exactly that <laughs> smug ass attitude. Like Louis C.K. sucks and everything, but he did have a yeah. really good bit, and that like inappropriate <laughs> as it was. No, like it was. It was a bad, no, I know like, what it, you're talking. It was not the a whole funny. Band. It like no, of course not. Say uh, it all. It, it, no, absolutely not. But it was like uh, when he when some white lady on NBC or whatever Ooh, CNN whatever says NBC. the N word. He says it and goes like, "Oh, you made me do it." Like in yeah. that, like pointing that out as a like, like it's exactly what Spider-Man: Homecoming does. Like, oh, yeah, cool. I know. Makes you realize I know that, that you you're, you were yeah you were trying to say going nougat on. or whatever. And I I know. Damn it. Yes. Okay. Fine. I'm a racist and I'm a live in America. Clip that. I'm Thanks, gonna clip that Marvel. And just- are we are we done are we done with the with anger is there any other comments on yeah. anger management? Uh that's I think we, we covered pretty much, pretty I think much we, everything. I think we covered everything. So because fuck man. What else <laughs> do we do do we do friends now or segment? It's friends then we segment. We do friends, yeah, because then the show is over and we do the segments for the yes. basically. Yeah, we after always it. do the segments first. I think it works better if we do friends. Reasonably first. certain we okay, do the friends thing because then we end the topic is capped off and then we go to the segments. This is inside baseball we're just doing on the show. Yeah, Le- <laughs> on that's the how topic we do of, it, dude. We're not ed- editing. On, <laughs> I don't edit anything. I I edit out. We have to pee and that's it. Um, on the topic of anger management, the film, it's, I, the film in quotes. Are we friends? I'm gonna go. Taylor and I are friends, and I feel yeah, like Brian. Not. You're saying no. <laughs> Fuck off. Absolutely not. Well then, a very. It hard seems like working. you could use some anger management. Oh. Management. Hey, Brian, I've got two words for you. Taylor, you need to speed it up for me. We need you to speed it up right Goose now. Goose, going too slow. Fraba. Goose, go fra your ba, dude. Goose, Goose fraba, man. Go fra, fra your ba. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm also gonna go with a yes. Yeah, sorry, Brian. <laughs> perfect. You I want to, you I want to and watch Jorge it again. Honestly, friends, yeah, I'm not gonna yes. lie. I, I do. It's I perfectly do. fine. Yeah, but it's got to Taylor. Whole you, you and I have to watch it together because we can't make anybody else watch it. They'll be upset. No, 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 no. I will either sit there like this. I will just have my arms folded, <laughs> or I will be blackout drunk. Those are sometimes the I only do feel like things. Sometimes for comedy films, especially, you need. The friend who yeah. does really laugh at the parts to make it funnier for you, you know. To sell it. To t- <laughs> I know that there is a difference, uh, and I, there are things that I've begun to watch and have stopped. Like, nope, I need to watch this either with Jorge or with a, like a, a sympathetic with people, party. Yeah, yeah, because it's gonna be really funny in the group. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I want to be carried by the stream. Yeah, same. I have movies I've saved, and I have movies I've been like, I need to save, put this away for later, and bring it back to the whole group because they're gonna fucking love it. Uh, cool. So, uh, you got we, a segment? We, yeah, we have a we have a, a, a kids corner. I don't know how you. Oh how you my in. god! Did it come around? Is it? It is. It's the kids corner. <laughs> so today we have our good friend Melanie, who apparently has become a. Uh, an avid I don't fan know how and that listener happened. of the show. Uh, so listens sorry to for your every loss. episode. She said that she's like a straight up stan of the show. No. I think that's how you use it. No, she's still yeah. like, I, she stands I, like, I, like I stan show. you guys. Um, <laughs> and she stands us as individuals. <laughs> yes. Uh, some some another comment uh-huh. that she made. Uh, I swear this is verbatim that I love I y'all's cadence. And Jorge is correct 95% of the time. 
Oh, I just, I just, I, it's not me. I'm just, I'm weird, just reading what it says. What a specific here. comment I'm just to pick what it for. Says here. It's. She did talk more about. She loves the cadence, and it's like lines up right with her humor. I'm just saying. Uh, she does the have monster. a question for us as well. Oh. Okay. Wait. Does that mean oh, we have a? Sake. Are these questions? Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Yes. I have to edit this one tonight, guys. Come on. So her number one, her her first question is going to be, what's the number one most annoying thing about each of you as judged by each of you at each other, LMAO? Uh, I'm skipping this question because we've done it on another episode. And it's, oh, I'm, yeah, that I'm, went I'm, super well. I'm too raw right now, you guys. I can't do it. I, honestly, I'm too soft right now. I just, I just can't go oh, through it. Oh, you can't today. handle like you wouldn't be. I just can't go through it today, you guys. Uh <laughs> So Aww. what we what settled on is uh okay what about what's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to each of you? Shit my pants in the first grade. <laughs> I it's probably up there. Yeah, I was gonna say is definitely peeing in my pants at some point is probably an unacceptable time. Um, yeah. First date I went on in college. Oh um, no. I I really liked this lady. Her name shall not be mentioned because I respect her. Um, You've gotten better at not. We went out for dinner. Yeah, went out to dinner. Had a great time. And um, when then we were were like on the stoop of this place that we just went out to eat. Like things are going well. Like it's happening. We're getting closer. She gets a phone call. She says I have to take this. I say of course. I walk down to the edge. I have a cigarette. I walk back. She apologizes. She says, "I'm sorry. That was my oldest daughter." And I had a moment of pause. Like. Oh, um, I'm sorry, because she hadn't mentioned that she had kids. Like, no biggie, no whatever, you know? People have children at different times. And then she told me that it was, like, back to school night. and like, Or, like, it was back to school night or something was coming up. And I had to put it, I had to ask, like, how old is your daughter? And she goes, 11. And that, that freaked me out because I was 18. And if her daughter is 11, she certainly didn't have her when she was 7, the age that I, if you had those two numbers, the age that I thought this Very. woman was. And I saw her do that math at the same no. time. And I saw her get disgusted, like, then realizing that she, I was in closer, closer in age to her oldest <laughs> daughter than I was to her. <laughs> and, yeah, that, that happened in real time. I, um, that's very unfortunate because that could have turned into an awesome story and I'm sorry I'm, it went the other way I'm so upset because I you're you mentioned you mentioning <laughs> pooping your pants made me fucking think of one and this is I've never <laughs> I've never told anyone this you Whoa! guys this one's, Are we this one's exclusive completely hot off the presses I'm fucked up shoot. about dude it's I was I was out of town been partying for like several days and just like sitting around i'm like i've been drinking a lot i'm very hammered i'm like not feeling that good um and i don't fart in public like at all but there started to be like little little baby farts that slipped out and it would be like a little baby fart nobody can hear it or anything and I'm like, let me just go to the bathroom and, and like check Get out because I'm yeah. I'm a cautious person <laughs> and go to the bathroom and it's like, oh yeah, I pooped my pants. <laughs> I poop. It's like it's yeah, okay because it's okay, it's okay. You know, it's all I got. I got a pretty big butt. All it's all still localized <laughs> to the cheeks. You know, we're not in an emergency situation here. It's like it's like, you know, it's 
not solid. It's like soft, so it's just a little bit. Just wipe right up. All good. Go sit back down in in the middle of the in the at the against the wall at the party. Another little baby fart. Comes no. And no. I like, like, no. No. I'm just. I'm gonna check just to be sure. But like, I'm pretty sure this is done. I go to the bathroom. Oh, I put my pants again. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Same situation, you guys. Like three or four times that night, I pooped my pants. <laughs> oh man! So that's that's me. I pooped my pants. I, I, yeah. I don't even know what to say to that. That's tremendous because of the frequency. Like I've had, I've had severity, right? Like I have had. I've gone and I'm like, oh no. And it went from, I forget when this was, but it was, it, it was a post 18 time, like, you know, it was some sort of party situation or something. And we were walking and I was like, this is going to be a problem. And I, I'm like, cool, I'm going to go back. Like I was trying to head this off at the pass before anything felt bad because my body is like, Hey, we kind of have to go to the bed. 10, not like, <laughs> that's how it is. So that happens. As I'm getting into this house to go to the bathroom, and I'm like, I'm just squeezed cheeks, just walk, power walking into this sensible living room, just throwing the bathroom you, door you closed. The, the squeeze, you're trying to shove the poop into your dick. Trying to get it back up in there to pretend that it never happened. And it's just like, like, it's like a massacre. Like, it's literally like a fucking victim, a CSI people would be like, Jesus Christ, what happened here? To the point where I'm just like, Cool. It is over. It is a lost cause. I take off. I have to take oh, off you my boxers. Into your, into your pants. Yeah, I didn't like the 10, 9, the you, 1 hit when I like opened the house door. So it was served, just like, God. And I just like threw the pants down and got whatever was left into the fucking toilet. You served but up I was the still full like, this is a, Yeah, exactly. I, I went, blah, 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 blah. I said, give me more. Please don't make any motions to that. <laughs> Um, yeah, and that was the scariest night of my life because I was just, cool, these are done, did what I could to myself to wipe everything off, and then I had to get out of the house with these, this just, like, wrapped in fucking toilet paper boxers that are just full of doo-doo, and I'm just like, I don't know how to fucking, because oh, I'm like the living worst room, nightmare. and I, I managed to sneak away. People definitely, I'm sure someone saw me and I'm a story somewhere else in somebody else's life. But I got out and I just threw them in a fucking dumpster. <laughs> and the entire night was just a white knuckle oh. roller coaster ride of, is this going to happen? And am I going to be out of pants to do anything with? <laughs> I survived, but like, literally, I just white knuckled the entire evening. I was having no fun whatsoever. Oh if you can remember God. an incredibly boring night for me where... I walked away. It was probably it because oh. fuck, man, it was bad. Yeah, that's really funny. Sorry. Great. I, so there you go, Melanie. We did, we did big old doo doo times, and Taylor's like, "Yeah, I almost fucked someone who was older than me." <laughs> yeah, and, then and we're, we're like, "Oh like wow, a what, a, what an embarrassing moment!" <laughs> unsexual. So quickly, no words were said. It was just a quick, well, like awkward. Well, I have to. Like, yeah, I yeah, know. Of course, of course. You know, I'll, I'll see you. Um, in class, <laughs> it was Brian, so but I just love Brian and Jorge. Yeah, our colons absolutely 
opened up like the fucking eye of Sauron and shot forth a mastery of awfulness I've, for I've an never... entire night. Taylor, ooh, my boner went away. Ooh, oh no. <laughs> I've I never... started with I shit my pants. <laughs> I know. I kept on acting like I also didn't shit my pants. You, what I'm once. saying is you your most I'm embarrassing a story. Of the group. I what? shit my pants. I'm on too. the in group. Let I'll me in. shit my pants right now. <laughs> I'll do it right now. It's already right now. God damn it! I'm just thinking about it now. You guys, I've never felt such a loss of control. I've never <laughs> oh, felt so dude, utterly horrible. hopeless in this world. You... Anyways, <laughs> Thanks, that's Melody, it for the question. That's all we got today. Yeah, yeah. we're done. That's it. Yeah, that's okay. Let's round this bad boy up. All right, and I guys, hope you're you happy, Melanie. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you're happy. I'm gonna get you onto this show, and I'm just, we're just gonna we're gonna have something. I don't know. Yeah, we're gonna say words. Um, well, <sighs> if you're Melanie or anyone else, you can always find us on our Twitter and Instagram, both of which are at underscore Are We Friends, all one word. Or you can find us on our website, which is r we friends. Dot com. You can also find us every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, because there isn't any other if you're a sober-minded individual, on twitch.tv slash The Outlaws Network, where once a week we have an entirely improvised horror comedy role-playing game in vaguely the universe of H.B. Lovecraft's mythos. And it's awesome. I never thought about whether it's it. actually in the Lovecraft mythos, because we haven't done anything good. We'll have, to, we'll have to review that. Yeah, we will. Uh, but you can find uh, a lot of people from our sister podcast, uh, John and Shannon. Shannon, our perennial co-host. Um, but John, you can find his podcast with his sister, uh, Downtime with John and Emily. You can find them at getdowny.com or any of their Twitter and Instagrams or TikToks at Downy Siblings. They're a lot of fun. Give them a listen whenever you can. We love our sister podcast, and we love being part of the same network with them. God, we should do a Joe Dirt episode. Dude, life's a garden. Fucking dig, dig it. it. Uh, I'm also an unironically huge David Spade fan. I, I love David Spade. Very funny. <laughs> Get me hilarious. out of here. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I'm go watch Bicycle Thieves I... like four times just to fucking get the stain of you two chuckle fucks out of my head. Oh my God. <laughs> I have been your wildebeest co-host, Taylor. I have been your gaslit co-co-host, Brian. And I'm still just Jorge. And we will talk to you after we take a few calming breaths next week. Goose Fraba.